Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Thank you for tuning in to hang out with us. We appreciate all of you. This is your Clemson preview. We'll let you know what we think about the 3-2, and 1-1 one and one in the ACC Clemson Tigers. And, of course, go over our week's predictions. First, we're going to give you our, our predictions from last week. We'll go over that and see who came out on top there. Kickoff for Syracuse Clemson is set at 7 o'clock Friday night. And uh, we're Otto's Army is trying to, to break the attendance record there. So just so you know, that would be great. Make that place loud. And uh, we definitely need that. It would certainly help the players. Uh, Syracuse local J.J. Starling from Baldwinsville, he made his decision today. Guard uh, chose Notre Dame, so I know that there was a lot of high hopes on him. We've been hearing about this for quite some time, and uh, as a Syracuse native, of course, we wish him luck at Notre Dame, except for when he plays us, Uh, of course, which is nice. That's the one thing. Yeah, no, that's the one thing, going in conference, right? Yeah. Go to Stanford or something, Yeah, what were the other ones? Stanford. Duke. Duke. Well, um, at least we didn't go there. At least we didn't go yeah. there. Northwestern was another one, so. Okay. Um, all right, well, you know, you win some, you lose some, right? Yeah. This, this basketball team, by the way, for what it's worth, is going to be a stellar basketball team this year. Now, this is a twenty. This is next year's commit. So. Hopefully. There's people that have their doubts. I, I think um, I heard Coach Beheim say with uh, Cole Swider, Joe Girard, and Buddy, it's probably some of the best outside shooting he's ever had on his team at one time. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was an article out there about Jesse Edwards getting stronger, putting on muscle, stuff like that. So Brahma seems like he's ready to go. Yeah. Are you hooked up to your mic, or are we going through? You sound different. Is that better? Yes, that's better. Yeah. That's so much better. Holy cow. Oh, what a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah real professional. He's only been doing this for uh, five years now. Total professional. No, I mean, um, no, normally we do the checks before, but. True, true, true. We're trying to, we're trying to figure out a technical issue we keep having, and um, I am, we're using all kinds of different methods. So we missed the. The radio check in the beginning. Radio check. So, all right. With that said, uh, let's do this. Before we get into Clemson, 
let's let's go ahead and go over last week's picks. Joe, you had Syracuse winning this thing, uh, thirty-four to thirty-two. Your score, sa- yeah. your score saved you. So I had Wake thirty-five twenty-four. Final score forty thirty-seven. I had a difference of thirteen, even with getting the five extra points, negative points for choosing the winner. Joe, you had eleven. Uh, lowest score wins. We're three and three. Halfway, we're both. Is boy, that's fitting, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, anyway, now for a minute there, I, I thought we might have had a chance to hit my score too. I know there's always there's always that small window in the game where you're like, well, this is possible. This is possible. Yeah, I mean, and as I someone had, who I had Syracuse with a thirty, with I had Syracuse with thirty-four, and I had Clemson with thirty-two. So I mean. Yeah, it's a difficult one to get too, and you got it because it's a missed extra points. Is how that's how you got close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe possibly. He's so smart. He predicted the missed extra points. I doubt it. No, but, I doubt it. Yeah. But good on you, man. You you beat me by two, even though you didn't pick the winner. That's pretty solid. So, anyways, I don't know where we're at for the year, but if we end up tied, then uh, that's where we're gonna go. Unless we make a bowl game, in which case. Obviously, that's going to be the tiebreaker, right? True. All right. Before we get started with your Clemson preview, I got to tell you first about the Spotify green room app. Go there. We had some fellas in the Spotify green room app last night, kind of eavesdropping on us. And uh, you can go to the iOS or Android stores today, tonight, this morning. Uh, I know some of you listen at night and some of you listen in the, the next morning, but go there, download the app. It's free. All you need is a username, a password, and an email address. You can follow us at Q's Militia. You will sign up for notifications if you would like. You can get a notification when we go live. You can join the room. You can chat to us via the room, or you can request to speak and get on with us during fan feedback and have a grand old time. You also do not just have to follow us. Folks, you can do your own thing, which is cool. Uh, you can basically have your own little podcast without any equipment, and it's totally free, which is amazing. They will even send you a recording of your green room, um, of your 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 live green room event show event, yeah. So you, you can have it record. It'll email it to you, and boom! All you got to do is take that file, and turn it into an MP3. You can have your own podcast right off of the app. It's really kind of cool. I for- forgot to mention that too, by the way, because we don't record them because we're already recording. So. Anyway, really cool. Go to your iOS or Android stores. It's a great way to get in, get involved with us or do your own thing or follow a number of other topics. So, Spotify, Green Room App, iOS or Android stores. Download it today. It's free. All right, Joe. Clemson and Syracuse all-time series sits at 7-2 and two in favor of the Tigers. Clemson is currently on a three-game win streak following the 2017 win of the Orange, or for the Orange. In fact, that game was played four years ago tomorrow, October 13th. Tomorrow for us right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Clemson coming off of a bye week, which is always awesome for Syracuse. Yeah, uh, they've really had good. two weeks to get their guys healthier, obviously. Junior uh, wide receiver Justin Ross, he's likely going to be back after an injury. Um, he's second in receiving with 23 receptions, 231 yards, and three touchdowns. Uh, while also looks like 
Sophomore wide receiver EJ Williams is questionable. Backup running back Will Shipley is also questionable. Both of these, by the way, they say questionable. Both of these guys, I think, are not likely to play by Dabo's comments during his press conference. So uh, Clemson, obviously, Joe, no doubt they're going to want to establish the run with uh, Kobe Pace in Oyungale. Oyungale. Two lays. Yeah. Yeah, what you said. Uh, No doubt. Uh, they've watched the Hartman tape from last week against the Orange. They're going to try to expose the DBs the same way he did. But this is obviously not the same Clemson team that we're used to, although still Clemson, though. So take that with a grain of salt. Uh, they do struggle a little bit more on offense, obviously, putting some new pieces into place. And they've, they've, right. they've dealt with, the, with, you know, they've dealt with quite a few injuries themselves. So uh, as every team should focus on... Uh, what Syracuse has been doing is they seemingly found their identity. Stopping Sean uh, Tucker and Garrett Schrader is going to be their number one objective. Uh, I didn't run you through all the rankings and stuff like I normally would because they're kind of inaccurate due to the week off this early in the season. I just don't think it's, I just don't think it's accurate as I was looking at it. But they do average 4.8 yards a carry on the ground. That's good enough for 147 yards a game, averaging 176 yards through the air a game, good enough for 5.7 yards a completion. Um, But where the battle is going to be is with Syracuse's run game, like I mentioned, and Clemson's defense. Syracuse is 11th in the nation in rushing offense with 5.4 yards a carry, 243 yards per game. Juxtapose that with Clemson rushing defense right now through five games only allowing 2.7 yards per carry, just over 100 yards a game. So really good. Their losses to NC State and uh, Georgia, that we all, I mean, I, I think we all watched the Georgia game, just a defensive juggernaut there, no. and uh, only scoring three points. But, um, you know, wins over Georgia Tech and Boston College in the ACC. Didn't exactly light up either one of those games. Um, but, I mean, Joe... It's tough. It's tough to gauge where we're at with this team right now, especially coming off of this bye. And you just got to, if you're Syracuse, keep doing what you're doing and execute and limit the mistakes. And and I honestly think, as we went into um, our last game against Wake Forest, I think this is a winnable game. It's just how well can they manage themselves? It's all about not shooting yourself in the foot and they've done pretty good but a couple more things to clean up joe um you know how do you see it well uh, i mean you went over their schedule and when you look at their just the games you know uh georgia 10 to 3 georgia tech 14 to 8 win where they could have lost that nc state lost in overtime 27 21 sorry two two overtimes right and then boston college 19 13 so um, when they've played teams, I mean, obviously, you know, albeit pretty good teams, um, but when they play power five teams, they've really struggled to score and it's been a low scoring game. Um, you know, their game against South Carolina state, they won 49 to three, but other than that, um, you know, we've had, sorry, they've had some, some issues obviously scoring, but their defense, like you said, top notch. Um, that's really where it's going to come. Um, you know, Clemson, no doubt getting two weeks to prepare for us and, and being able to watch uh, Schrader evolve and the offense evolve. And obviously, you know where the strengths are. So um, and obviously they know where the weaknesses are and they're going to they're going to, you know, deal with that. And so, you know, you got some receivers that are going to be able to beat some of our guys possibly one on one. So they're going to take some deep passes and deep balls and stuff like that. They're going to try to 
get a run game. You know, they lost uh, Will Shipley. I saw him get injured uh, against Boston College. Um, he's not on the Clemson depth chart this week. Yeah, he's so, not going to He's not. Gonna yeah, play. I mean, he's not – I didn't think he was going to play, right? So now you're talking about um, them relying on uh, a sophomore, a true sophomore and a true freshman um, running back as far as uh, their top two. <laughs> Excuse me, with Kobe Pace and, and Phil Mata. Um, and you know, got, Lele also, well, yeah, he can run a little bit too, but I mean, he's averaging three yards. I mean, yeah, I get it, but, um, not quite the threat Schrader is, but you know, he's right, definitely he's still, something. He's of, still a little bit of a threat. Right yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but when you look at him over throughout, throughout the season through five games, um, and you compare him to even like the passing stats of Schrader, like if Schrader had a full five games, I feel like he'd probably be past him. Now he does have a good quarterback rating overall, but to your point, they only average about 176 passing yards. He's only got three touchdowns to his three interceptions mm-hmm. um, this Been year. sacked 10 times. Yeah. So, and in again, that's games, another that's, thing that's is Clemson, Clemson's got some injuries and some people and some pieces where, I mean, from what I've heard, you know, they've only got five offensive linemen that, that they, you know, really feel good about, and they really don't have any room for error for injuries and stuff like that right now. Um, obviously, to Dino's point, when he had his pressure yesterday, um, they have the best personnel in, in the ACC. Um, they get the best recruiting classes. So, again, sometimes the teams like that, it's just getting it to click, uh, getting it to work and stuff like that. And obviously, when you get rid of a Trevor Lawrence and you get rid of a Travis Etienne and you lose some other guys, um, then sometimes it's not always, I mean, Clemson, usually they just pick up right where they left off with the next guy up, but, um, just hasn't been the case this year. So, um, yeah, I don't, it's going to be tough, man. I think it's gonna be tough to score. I think that they're going to force us to beat them through the air. And, um, they, you know, see, I, well, they could, they absolutely could, which would put us in a hole, but you can't give up on the eventually it's going I think it'll work somehow. Yeah. It's going to be well, this, very hard to prepare for Tucker in Trader. They're right, both so again, good at it. They are. And then, like I said they have they do have 2 weeks to prepare and and again you know we thought about we talked about it with Wake Forest and it's like you know you got to obviously do it till someone stops it but then if someone stops it you got to have something to combat that so that that can work to possibly open back up the um the run what kind of wrench um, in the gears would it be if uh, Tommy came out what as far i mean i can't even i mean barring an injury i don't know if we can uh, even play with that i mean I don't know. I, I mean, maybe it's a situation where, again, maybe that's why Tommy spoke the way that he did and about staying and everything, because maybe there is going to be a situation where he has to come in and save the day like he did for Dungy a couple of different times. Um, and, you know, really where that would work is in a situation where, you know, people think, oh, it's just Tucker and Schrader and this, this and that. And then, you know, you stop the run and then maybe you're not prepared for for. Uh, you know, Tommy to come in, you know, so the one big thing to, I mean, really Taj, Taj Harris is, is a big blow to us because, you know, he was a quick hitter, you know, I mean, every year he's had, you know, a couple bombs for touchdowns and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it just feels like we haven't had that guy be able to replace him yet, but you know, it's only been one week. So again, I fully expect and they're the defense, Clemson's defense is easily the best defense that we probably will play all year. If not, definitely up to this point. 
Um, so it's going to be a big challenge, especially after the type of game that we played, the type of physical game, you know, the amount of carries and hits that the Tucker and Schrader played. Now you're talking about, you know, a short week with Clemson coming off of a, uh, a bye. So, um, obviously when you look at it, it's, it's not the greatest situation that you want to come off of. You know, you wouldn't want to come off, it, it, at least in that situation, you want to come off with, with a W from the game before, but, um, I don't think it's hard to get up for Clemson. And, um, to your point, it's very, very close to four years to the day of, of when this happened. And, um, you know, I, I fully believe after the last three games that I've seen that, um, that we can compete with, you know, the, the teams that are on our schedule and in our division. And, uh, this is just going to be another game where, um, you know, they're going to have to prove that. So, Hopefully, it's not a situation where they figured some stuff out and, you know, they saw some weaknesses and they come out and they hit some real big plays and then it forces us to have to score with them. You know, if, if they continue on the path of scoring the way that they've been scoring, you know, then um, then we're going to be in the game. Yeah, but, and, and that's just it. I mean, we know that their run game is not a huge threat. They're going to have to obviously establish a run game. And, you know, the DBs, they got to be... They're going to have to be on it. You know, Deuce Chestnut's been exposed a few times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's those little things to make improvement on not getting burned. And, you know, this Clemson offense doesn't really exactly light it up. This is going to be another... Right. You know what I'm saying? This could just be another mm-hmm. defensive battle. And but, but with Clemson's defense, I worry a lot about... The passing game. I don't want to have to just be one-dimensional and run this RPO and just give up passing the ball either. But on the other hand, these wide receivers are going to have to step up for us, just like we talked about last night. And to your point, with losing Taj, I mean, it's obviously it's a huge blow. It's a huge blow. I mean, our leading receiver right now is still Sean Tucker, guys. Right. With 204 yards, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I mean, in this Clemson defense with James Skalski and uh, Balen Spector, uh, two senior guys, I think f- at least fifth-year senior guys, um, and uh, I mean, they've been around, and those guys are are, are animals, so it's it's not going to be easy. Um, I mean, Balen Spector, I believe, against NC State, Skalski got hurt for a little while. Balen Spector, I think, had over 20 tackles in that game. That's so, um yeah, so their defense is is for real. They're still legit. It's still a Clemson defense. It's still probably close to a national championship defense. Um, but again, it's what is their offense going to do? I don't think that this offense is as good as Wake Forest. I don't think this offense is as, as good as maybe even Liberty's when we played them. You know, uh, they're going to have to come out and prove a lot. And again, with with young fresh guys that are just coming in, you're they're going to get that gradual. Um, you know, improvement. I believe in the beginning of the season, I, I said, I think it was on the the podcast with, um, Mike and with, Tyler, uh, Tyler and Mike, um, that I, that this Clemson team was a team. This is like, this is the year where you wanted to play them like the first couple games in the ACC. And I guess we got our, our wish. Halfway through just, is not too bad. I wish it wouldn't have been off of a bye, but at the end of the day, um, we had to, put a lot more players in the box to stop the run against those teams. You know, I think Willis, um, he kind of brought a different, unique kind of, you know, um, weapon that we had to stop with him being able to run. So I think that, you know, 
there was a couple times when we had to rely on man-to-man with no safety over top or maybe just one safety over top, and they beat us a couple times. And then with Wake Forest, it was the same thing. Um, you know, we had to bring guys up, and we just had to rely on man-to-man because we needed to bring those guys in to stop that. So if we can stop their run and get pressure on the quarterback without having to send a whole bunch of guys and put eight in the box or something like that, then – well, that's just I think it. That we'll I think have that's that safety help. You know, that's one of those things I saw in Wake Forest. A lot of those those balls we got beat deep. It was straight, just man to man. There was no help. There was no nothing. It was one on one, mano a mano, and we got beat. It was and it was speed Clemson's too. Clemson's got the receivers to do that too. Yeah, right. yeah. So a straight speed, obviously, an issue. I mean, that's my one concern. I'm not too worried about them running the ball. I am a little worried about us running the ball, but I'm more worried about um, getting beat, I think. And, yeah. you know, this dude's been sacked 10 times. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a well, lot. Yeah. And especially for a Clemson, you know, quarterback. But, again, I just think we just have to keep on the, the upward trajectory of just, you know, when things happen, then we just get better, you know. We got to keep our penalties where they've been the last couple of games versus where it was earlier, you know. Um you see players just getting better and learning all the time. And, you know, our, our special teams has to be better. You know, we can't be missing some chippy field goals. We, we can't be. We got to we gotta make, you know, the right no, kind of contact with the with We got to win the turnover battle. Yeah, and that too. Yeah. So, so. And, and that's one of those things where, you know, this year too, you know, I just – it's funny because a lot of times Clemson, they're just – they're dealing with injuries this year. And I think it has a lot to do with how – close the games have been you know in in normal years you know you usually get to the third or fourth quarter where you can bring in some some backups you can save some of that you know but these guys have been in dog fights you know pretty much four out of five games so um this this clemson team and, the, and especially the first team of you know the, the offense and the defense you know they're getting a lot more playing time through the first five games of the season than they normally do and i think that's what's attributed a little bit to these injuries so um, obviously the, the week off is going to help, but, um, they're still more banged up than usual when you talk about coming to week six. So, yeah, they really are. And I was trying to, I was trying to keep up with some of the names and I think a couple of them are definitely on offensive line. And there's a couple that I don't think even really play a whole lot. And so the big ones I mentioned as far as, Shipley, right. that's kind of a big loss to them. I think it's I, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're almost splitting carries. Those guys. So. Yeah, well, I mean, they've been trying to figure out a guy, and you know, I think that with Shipley, um, you know, <clears throat> sorry, um, with Shipley and with Kobe Pace, I think they found something with the one-two, and now you're going to kind of change it. Um, Kobe Pace. You know he's he's got the normal speed of you know a Clemson receipt or running back that we're normally used to. You know it's just Travis Etienne we've dealt with for the last three or four years, and he was just special. Um, yeah. So I mean this guy he's five ten or sorry yeah five ten two hundred and ten pounds, and um, you know he's going to be kind of one of those normal Clemson guys except for you know their their offensive line isn't as normal as it is, and you know this Phil Mata freshman that's going to be coming in. He's six one two twenty five, so he's going to be a little bit of a bruiser and stuff like that. And you know, it's just it's going to be a physical game. It's going to be we've been we've changed the way that we've played, you know, because of our personnel. And now you're talking about a situation where you know we're in there and we're we're being the 
the physical ones. You know, we're the ones trying to win in the trenches and trying to ground and pound and tire the team out, um, you know, other defense out. And, um, you know, our whole kind of thing has changed. And I'm just I'm interested to see how that's going to work against a team like Clemson and the personnel that they have. But I think that our team isn't dumb. I think they're old enough to understand and have a good enough captains and, and older seniors and stuff um, and high-level character players to understand how close that they are. And, you know, Garrett Schrader, I think, is gaining more and more confidence in the locker room every single game. And, um, you know, he's only trying to get better. So, you know, Dino hasn't lost the locker room. These these teams, no, this team is well, well, well aware that they probably should have won both these last games and very, very well could have. Um, and they know where they need to get better. So, you know, it, like I said before, it's not hard to get up for Clemson. You know, it's going to be a Friday night, probably on ESPN, right? Everyone's going to be watching. So, um, and, and again, we've been playing them good the past couple of years. You know, this has become a thing. You know, people remember this, even even normal, just random fans that have not, may not even be fans of a, a team in the ACC. You know, they remember, you know, when the Syracuse beat the Clemson and then when they almost beat the Clemson. Can you believe when, that when was, was four years ago? <laughs> yes, I can. You can? Yes, I can because this past two years have just flown by. So, um, um, yeah, yeah. What, what was I going? You were saying something. Oh, yeah, it's on ESPN, by the way. And the uh, game time for Virginia Tech was announced as well. That's going to be at twelve thirty. Oh, that's fun. On ESPN three. <laughs> no, you're going to be there. So what do you care? I mean, I'm just saying though. I want people to see me. You know. No one's going to see you. Yeah, they will. Camera's okay. gonna, yeah, they will. The camera's going to no. be on me. I bet. Unless you're out there. Always. The camera was on you. Huh? You're goofy ass one time. Hey, man, look. That was a bowl game. And I was the you know, I was I was the guy in the fan. I was the guy in the fan that knew that it was a, a personal foul. You know, I just was throwing the flag. You throwing and flag, everybody else in orange knew it was. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were throwing the flag. Uh, you That's idiot. what I was doing. I know you were. I know. Yeah, so... Um, obviously Joe has a hard time dealing with humor sometimes. I don't think I'm on, going to be on TV, but there's a possibility. But now you're going to have to watch me on the app. No, but I'm, it's not that I have a hard time. No, no, you you are, you are too, you are too dry on the podcast because you are not like this in real life. Many people don't know that. Joe is very (sighs) stiff on the podcast. Very stiff. It is very difficult to loosen Joe up on the show. But he is very loose when he's not on the show. So there's that for anybody who didn't know. There's a little inside tidbit about Joe. Yeah, but some of it is trolling too because I know you're trying to be funny and I shut it down and said I go along with yeah, it. So. I know. It's freaking – you're terrible. You're a terrible person. And I hate you. <laughs> All right. Winner of last week's uh, uh, final score prediction was Joe. I already have mine written down. Mine's written down. So I'm just going to say it. Um, Look, I think Syracuse has improved. I know Syracuse. We all know Syracuse has improved every week. I do not see any reason why coming into this game that they cannot continue that trend. I think they fix a lot of the issues. If Coach uh, can call a little bit better game on some of the stuff and the players can execute a little better. All of them as a team, they can pull this out. Um, it's going to be extremely hard for any of these teams to stop Schrader and Tucker. 
the offensive line just makes holes, and this is going to be their biggest challenge. So we are going to so far this year, we are going to see how they do. I think they can succeed. I don't know what the passing game for Syracuse is going to look like. That's just too hard for me to even guess right now. But I do think Syracuse pulls out the win, twenty-eight to twenty-four. A little higher than maybe I would like to go, but every time I go low with Syracuse, man, they put up points. Not used to that. Yeah. So that's well, and that's that's really the thing, right? Is that you know how much better is Clemson's defense than some of these teams that we've been putting thirty diff- points up on, right? Right. Like, I it's mean, difficult to know, really, honestly. But I mean, they held Georgia to what ten? Ten. Some other teams, what eight for Georgia? Georgia Tech, Tech again, eight. Boston College thirteen. Uh, NC State twenty-one. Yeah, right. We won't even go South Carolina State. Obviously, forty-nine to three whooping. So. Yeah. But, I mean, it was 27 for NC State, and that was in two overtimes. And, you know, NC State, I mean, realistically, probably, I mean, they probably have a better offense than us. It's more balanced. Um, they have a quarterback that's been there. They have receivers. They have running backs. Uh, so it's <laughs> weird things happen, obviously, in games like this when you think it's going to be low scoring and, you know, some big plays and everything. But that's really what this, this whole game is going to be about because, again, um, Clemson's not dumb and they see what's working and they're going to, they're going to take it away. And obviously the big question is, well, can they, because nobody has yet. Right? Well, can um, they, can Syracuse so we'll keep the momentum that. up? It, it's all about limiting the, any of those mistakes that are going to be momentum killers because. And that's, that's really where I go with this, right? It's the yeah. momentum killers. It's the mistakes. It's everything like that. And, um, we have to be able to win those. And that's just the bottom line. And we also have to, I feel like every week, Sterling Gilbert has came out and thrown a different wrinkle in on our offense, right? Yeah, exactly. Like the things get a little bit more and a little bit more. So right. I'm hoping. I mean, if if we just come out and we just have what we have from last week, and then that's pretty much it, and we don't got some receivers. I mean, some receivers are going to have to step up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not let the ball you know, hit him in the hit helmet in and the catch it this time. <laughs> it's just certain things that just need to happen when you play against the Clemson, and Clemson hasn't been in this position. And they're used to being in the the ACC championship. They're and not everything. ranked anymore. I think they've won the ACC championship in what three, four last years, six years. Yeah, well, last six years or something like that. Six. I mean, they've gone to the this, to the the college football playoffs. I mean, this this team, all these players, for the most part, they remember that stuff. So if you don't think that you know that they didn't take this bye week to try to turn this season around, because again, it's all up for grabs just because they're three and two doesn't mean that they can't make the ACC championship. Cause one of those losses is <clears throat> to Georgia. So they only have one ACC loss to a good and NC state team. They have two, both of their team. losses are to, gr- to pretty great teams, pretty good teams. Right. So uh, it's just one of those things where I think that we're going to see probably the best version of Clemson that we've seen probably to date. And that scares me. So, um, you know, big plays, turnovers, all that stuff. It's got to work for us. Uh, I know that we can definitely compete and that we have a chance in this game, but I think I'm going to go. He's going to pick Clemson folks. I'm going to pick Clemson. Yes. I'm going to go 24, 23 Clemson. Well, 24, 23. That would be a heartbreaker, Joe. My heart's already broken with that score. 
Um, well, I'm just going to take a little from your playbook. You know, I mean, I just look at it like if I pick Clemson and they win, then I win. But if they lose, then Syracuse wins. So it's a win-win for you, it's buddy. It's a win-win. Yeah, totally. That's why you yeah. never, never bet. On, I always bet against my team if I'm throwing money on it. Sorry, it's not a lack of faith. It's a win-win. Yeah, I mean, we are getting some guys back too, right? So, I mean, yeah, Jihad, look, look. Jihad Carter looks like he's on the depth chart. Um, I did not who's, even know that. Whose offense is going to match up worse to the other's defense? Right. Because Though they our defense, defense could totally win. Yeah, but our defense could totally win this game. Regardless of their defense, if we can just move the ball, stay on the field. Dabo's not used to that, by the way. He's never played this version of Syracuse. Well, not many That's people true. have, really. But we still did, even when we had something similar, we still did the Orange is the New Fast stuff. They haven't. He hasn't seen this version of the destroying the clock Syracuse team, where right. your opportunities are limited and your defense can get wore down. So that's a factor that I know he knows about, but hasn't had to face. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely different. It's a different. There's a different Syracuse team that he's faced, but um, and even, and even with Dungey, to what we said, he threw a little bit more. He didn't run like Schrader. So, um, there's a lot of <laughs> improvisation, right? And uh, again, I mean, easy for him to when say. you when you look at Garrett when you look at Garrett Schrader, like he's just he's. Way better. I mean, if I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm like, we're stopping the run. Spy, constant spy all the time. And then and then we're making Clemson, or we're making uh, Schrader uh, throw from the pocket. Because when Schrader throws from the pocket, he's not very good if you no, look at his he's stats. better rolling um, out, obviously. He's better, yes. He's better out <clears throat> doing his thing, right? And the thing is, is that, like... <laughs> Receivers in certain situations like that can thrive because you know he can roll out. They have to be able to improvise though, and he can expend the play. Why do you think that Tyreek Hill in Patrick Mahomes does what he does? Right, because Patrick Mahomes he buys time. There's a play last night where he bought like eight seconds and whizzed it in to Kelsey. You can't guard Tyreek Hill for eight seconds. You can't guard the. You know what I mean? So it's very hard to guard somebody for that 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 long and. Um, to just see him rolling out and still not have receivers get open sometimes is very, very frustrating to me because well, we've seen that, right, Joe? Difficult. We've yeah. seen well, we've it, seen our receivers just be like, right. Well, it's difficult sometimes. Um, sometimes you are going to get beat. Sometimes you go against a corner. If you're just going to run your route, um, then he's going to beat you. Sometimes you're not going to be open, and then that's what's going to be. But if you like go away from the route, and now you're just you're free range running. You know, oh, this guy's. This guy's scrambling over here, so I got to go run toward him, and I'm just going to run into the towards the open part of the field. You know, that's the type of stuff like like um, Sean Tucker's pass to uh, going overtime. It was the same kind of thing. You know what I mean? He kind of just read the defense. He saw where the opening was, and you know, Schrader just threw it to where nobody was, and that's where Sean Tucker was, and got him in position. You know, um, you got to be able to run that little uh, scramble drill as a receiver and. Hopefully our receivers can start to catch up. I know that um, Courtney Jackson, he looked good last week, and it looks like we're getting you know Chris Blake and um, Service. Abdul Adams. I didn't know Abdul Adams was hurt. Service, Service is supposed to come back, I think. Right. So, and at least we know that if those guys go down, we got guys. You know, last week gave <coughs> yeah, us a little getting, bit of confidence with those yeah. freshmen. So, 
I mean, we'll see overall, right? But at the end of the day, it's it's a situation where, um, you know, they got a better defense than we do. We got a better offense than they do. But who's going to kind of surprise them with something they don't, they, you know? And, and realistically, I don't really think it's going to be a huge surprise. I think that both teams and both coaches know the strengths and the weaknesses. And I think realistically, it's going to come down to the special teams, penalties, and the big plays so and turnovers. Yeah, I mean, Syracuse is in that kind of in that tier of play right now where fixing all of those things puts them in the, then into the next level. And, you know, we're just not, we're not there yet. We haven't seen a, we haven't seen a full game yet. We haven't seen a, you know, we've seen some good last week's game was good. Okay. But still the little stuff killed us and the little stuff is going to kill us in every game for the rest of the season. It's going to come down to that every time with the way Syracuse is playing, and just be happy that they're there. But this is a, this is like I said yesterday, last night. This is not just like okay, people can say okay, the ACC's down. Why? Because of Clemson, right? I mean, really, I feel like Clemson is okay. Clemson's down, okay, but all the other teams really are not. But they're down, but they're not. I mean, they're down from like a college football playoff team. Sure, from it's not SEC, right? Yes, exactly. It's yes. not like they're going. Right. It's not like they're down like we're a four and eight team, right? But like, you know, not, we get no respect. ACC doesn't get much respect. I mean, Clemson has been holding up the ACC. Yeah, and, and so when you look at it, when you really look at it, as as someone, as all of you guys listening, watching a lot of ACC football, you guys know these teams are good. These teams are Duke sucks, <laughs> but these teams are pretty good. So, I mean, they're very, it's very, uh, very even. Any, we, Syracuse can win any of these games for the rest of the season, in my opinion. And, um, yeah. would just, well, that's what it comes down to. I mean, even when you look at the Liberty game, Liberty's a good team. What did we do? We made a big play at the end to win the game. And that's not what happened in Florida State. And that's not what happened. Now, we made big plays to stay in the game in Florida State. But, like last game, there wasn't a lot of huge big plays. Um, and I think that really that's what it, I mean. We were one big play away beating Wake Forest, and instead well, what have they we got lost all, by six points the, in the last two games. Yeah, six points in the last two games. Right, sixteen points in our three losses. And I don't see a situation where that's going to change even this week. I would be look. I wouldn't be surprised if Clemson won. I wouldn't be surprised if they won either. But as a 14-point favorite, I would be surprised if they covered If and Yeah, that's a good point, yes. And I would also yeah. be surprised if they blew us out. I don't think we're getting blown out. Obviously, anything can happen. And, you know, I hate being that guy to be like, oh, we're not going to get blown out, and then we get blown out. But to Joe's point, 14 points to give to Clemson after the way Syracuse has been playing. That's a lot. At home, too? Come on. Yeah. That's no respect. On a, fr- on a Friday night. Yeah, yeah that's, I mean, that's no respect. At all. Well, I bet you that comes down. And, you know, at the end of the day, if it does happen and they come out and they beat us by 28 or whatever, then uh, we know Clemson's back. And I probably wouldn't expect them to lose another regular season game. No, probably probably get right back in the ACC championship. So, I mean, that's really yeah. what it is. And, in, in, um, you know, DJ, the quarterback, a lot's on his shoulders. DJ, David, the quarterback. Uh, okay. All right. Look. That is going to do it for us. Um, we appreciate all of you for coming in and tuning in and hanging out with us. We really, really do. Um, go Orange. Fill the damn stadium. Otto's Army's, Otto's Army's on a mission to fill the stadium. Fill the stadium, please. We want to see it. For Joe. I'm Sean. We're out.
Peace. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.